to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings in the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 1077 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. Good morning and happy Thursday. Today is the last day of September. I know that I say this a lot, but time really does fly, right? September 30th is is today. Tomorrow will be the first day of October, which is really exciting because as soon as October, October hits, I'm like ready to go to the pumpkin patch. I'm ready to transform this house into uh, Halloween festivities um, because Halloween is my favorite holiday. So really looking forward to uh, this year's October and super excited for today's show. Eric's coming in to join me right around um, 8.20. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. Uh, we have lots of other fun topics to discuss as well. Your daily news beat is next. Getting a check your forecast uh, to see what today is going to bring as well as into the weekend since we're getting so close. Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy in Bend, Redmond and online at Thomason.com. Good morning. It's Megan. Madras area residents can properly dispose of household hazardous waste at a free collection event this weekend. Now is the time to drop off your aerosol cans, fluorescent tubes, household batteries, motor oil, paint, and pesticides. Do not bring explosives, ammunition, or different products that contain radioactive waste, such as many smoke detectors. The Oregon Department of Environmental Quality is hosting the event from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturday at the fire station on 5th Street in Madras. Also, this time of year, gas prices are normally on their way down, but they're not going down very fast. Hurricane damage to refineries in the south and concerns about the Delta Delta variant impact on the economy are also concerned. The national average declined a penny last week to 3.19 a gallon, while Oregon's average declined 2 cents to 3.73. Locally, the lowest price for a gallon of regular this morning is 3.57. Taking a look at your forecast for today and even into the weekend because we're so close. Might as well. Looks like highs today going to be in the mid-70s. A beautiful sunny day. Some clouds hanging out with us this evening as the sun is setting around 645. It'll be pretty gorgeous. Overnight lows tonight in the 40s. Tomorrow, mid-60s, partly cloudy skies. Saturday, mid-70s, partly cloudy. Sunday, an 80-degree day is expected with a ton of sunshine. Currently in Bend. 43, 39 in Prineville, and 34 in Sisters. Real estate is expensive. We know that around here in Central Oregon. But have you ever wondered how much it would cost to live like some of your favorite fictional characters from movies and TV shows? Real-life real estate values were used to determine the cost of these different homes. Coming up next, and we thought living here would be expensive. Let's talk about Elsa's Ice Castle. Coming up next. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Have you ever wondered how much it would cost to live like some of your favorite fictional characters from movies and TV shows? Real life real estate values were used to determine the cost of these homes. Let's start with Elsa's Ice Castle. If you actually wanted to live in that ice castle, it would just cost you $3.5 million. <laughs> it's the most expensive thing on this list. Also, the Adams Family, that beautiful and very creepy mansion, would cost $2.8 million. How about Monica's apartment on Friends? We all know watching Friends that those <laughs> those young adults could barely afford living there if that was the real life apartment in New York because it would cost them $1.9 to purchase that thing. So you can imagine the rent would be pretty um, 
insane. Even back when Friends was being made, kind of hard to kind of hard to relate and think that that was very truthful. But in the end of the day, we don't really care. We love Friends. The Simpsons house at a mere $484,000, still pretty expensive for kind of a standard family home. And I did some research with the Simpsons house because I was curious where the Simpsons hometown was. Um, And it says for 23 seasons, the Simpsons have lived at 742 Evergreen Terrace in Springfield, but it was never specified which of the nation's many Springfields they called home. But the series creator, his name is Matt Groening, um, he spilled the beans on where Homer, Marge, Bart, Lisa, Maggie, and the rest of the gang reside. He says, Springfield was the name after Springfield, Oregon. When I was reading this, I was like, what? Really? Yeah, it turns out the only reason, he says, Matt says, the only reason is that when I was a kid, the TV show Father Knows Best took place in the town of Springfield. And I was thrilled because I imagined that it was the town next to Portland, my hometown. I mean, Springfield's not right next to, but we get the idea. When I grew up, I re- he, con- he continues, when I grew up, I realized it was just a fi- fictitious name. I also figured out that Springfield was one of the most common names for a city in the U.S. In anticipation of the success of the show, Matt thought, This will be cool. Everyone will think it's their Springfield. And they do. Did you know that Shaq is a DJ? He's also known as DJ Diesel. He just performed at Lost Lands. And I'm looking forward to telling you a little bit more about some of the mayhem that went down. Also, um, this church beer festival sparks outrage because uh, people who were enjoying this beer festival were enjoying beer in the nearby graveyard. Sounds a little rough. That would be kind of a situation to uh, see. So we're going to talk more about that coming up. Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend Redmond and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. Recent moisture and cooler temperatures allow campfires again. Effective at 12.01 a.m. tomorrow, October 1st, campfires are allowed in both developed campgrounds and dispersed sites on the Deschutes and Ochico National Forests, Crooked River National Grassland, and Prineville District BLM. Remember to have plenty of water and a shovel on hand to make sure your campfire is cold to the touch before before leaving it unattended. Although many areas received rain this week, vegetation has not recovered and could still ignite. For current fire information, visit centraloregonfire.org. Also, the Deschutes Land Trust is giving away free plants to help the imperiled Western Monarch Butterfly. Thanks to funding from the U.S. Forest Service, the Trust and Western Monarch Advocates are launching a statewide effort to build new habitat for the butterflies. They will distribute free native milkweed and other pollinator-friendly plants for gardens, schools, and local parks throughout Central Oregon. The Trust is also planning in two major projects, one along Wychus Creek at Rimrock Ranch and another in Prineville at Ochico Preserve. For more information, go to DeschutesLandTrust.org. Bringing in more butterflies. I love it. (laughs) Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be in the mid-70s. Beautiful and clear. Doesn't look like we'll see a cloud in the sky until until around 6 o'clock this evening and the sun is setting at 645. Overnight lows tonight, right around 40 degrees. Currently in Bend, 43, 39 in Prineville, and 36 in Sisters. 
All the hits, 1077 The Beat. I'm so excited for this weekend. I'm going to be on Wonderland, which is up at the Gorge. It's a two-day EDM music festival. Uh, These music festivals are happening a lot right now. Uh, It seems like a lot of them push back what usually would be a June date into the beginning of fall. Uh, Lost Lands has happened. Um, EDC over in Vegas. I obviously, I follow these all pretty closely because I'm pretty interested. Also, I'm super interested in Shaq's career as a DJ. Um, His name is DJ Diesel, and I'm not going to lie, it's pretty darn good. And also, he really knows how to like handle a crowd. I mean, he's also massive. So him behind a big old DJ desk really um, makes him stand out even more. Now, he just performed at Lost Lands, and I want to talk a little bit more about his performance and how well he did, and also uh, this one particular event. Make some noise right now! The biggest DJ! You may be asking yourself, who is DJ Diesel, the biggest DJ in the world, he says. Well, sure enough, it is Shaquille O'Neal. And uh, that intro is from when Shaq played, or excuse me, DJ Diesel played at Tomorrowland in Belgium in 2019. And so he's doing pretty darn good. Shaquille O'Neal is, has got quite the following. DJ Diesel, it's going to be hard for me. DJ Diesel has quite the um, following. Um, a lot of people are attending his shows. He just performed at Lost Lands, uh, which is an awesome music festival. And I'm gearing up to go to Beyond Wonderland this weekend. I'm so bummed that DJ Diesel's not going to be there. I would absolutely show up for that. Just to give you an idea too, DJ Diesel likes to play a lot of um, like headbanging, big bass music, not a lot of vocals, if any. Um, And it's interesting too because he doesn't talk on the mic that much. He's got a hype man next to him that's about half his size (laughs) and he's pumping up the crowd. He will get on the mic every once in a while, but he likes to uh, pretend like he's shooting a basketball and get the whole audience to pretend like they're shooting a basketball. Watching that video was a lot of fun. Um, But as uh, uh, DJ Diesel was at Lost Lands uh, this last weekend, um, he did a, a... a set and then after the set was walking around while a different DJ was performing and he attempted DJ Diesel decided to attempt his first stage dive um, fortunately it wasn't from the highest part of the stage it was kind of all, um, kind of on the ground floor but he was still a little bit higher than the audience and um, he decided to hop on top of this box maybe it was a speaker it's a black something hop on top of it and then leap over the barricade into the crowd because of course they were totally jazz that this seven foot one guy is walking by him and the fact that it's Shaquille O'Neal. Well, he is seven foot one and he's about 300 pounds. So you can probably guess what happened. The crowd just didn't stand a chance. They really tried. They tried to hold him up, but he pretty much went straight to the ground. He seemed to really enjoy himself, though. And he even posted this to Twitter and Instagram, this video of him jumping into the crowd. I mean, the crowd is so stoked. Who cares if they got a little squished? And even Shaggy seems to be just fine. It really wasn't that big of a jump. You know, it wasn't like he was coming again from the top of the stage. He was kind of on the ground floor and jumped over the barricade and smushed all these people. But the people loved it. And not going to lie, I think that that would be one heck of an experience. And now you're forever on his Instagram and Twitter, his DJ Diesel Instagram and Twitter. Pretty cool. We're no stranger to Brewfest. We love them here in Central Oregon. We'll have them wherever, except for maybe this one place because it's not really a good look. We're going to talk about this beer festival in London that has sparked a little bit of outrage. We'll talk more about it next.
All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Uh, it's no surprise, we love beer fests here in Central Oregon. We've had beer fests in many different locations, from big to small and everything in between. Heck, it's a Tuesday and sometimes it's a beer fest. But at the end of the day, um, in London, this is a lesson we can learn. I don't think we were really ever tempted to do this, but now we know it's not a very good look. In London, a beer festival at a churchyard outraged many people because visitors took selfies while enjoying their beer in the nearby graveyard. The festival was organized to raise money for the building, which had has been around since the year 1020, which is pretty amazing. That's fantastic. We love that idea. Raise money for the building. Heck yes. But what was not lovely <laughs> were the pictures that hit social media visitors posting, um, posing for pictures while sitting around a grave, their drinks balanced upon it. I just is a, it's not the greatest look. Also, do you really want to be just chilling in a graveyard drinking beer? I mean, I'd rather drink beer with buddies that are alive, right? So the organizers issued apologies and vowed to provide more chairs and tables next year. Oh, good. So they can sit on top of the graves on a chair. Huh, it's just not a good look, people. It's Thursday, so Thursday Mornings with Eric is coming up this hour. He'll be joining me in about 20 minutes. And just to give you an idea of what I'm going to be talking to him about, I'm going to ask if it's okay to give animals as gifts. Um, also, what turns someone from a 10 to a 5 really quickly? Uh, plus, his top headlines. He always come in, comes into the studio on Thursdays with a couple of top headlines. They usually have something to do with an animal doing something kind of crazy or wild, um, or someone breaking, a, breaking or setting a... Guinness Book of World Record, which we've discovered that if you get really detailed with certain things that you're doing that are pretty strange, you can make it into that book. So we have big goals to make it into that book one day. But Eric's coming in to join me. Uh, it's Thursday morning, and that'll be a lot of fun. Your newsbeat is next, plus a check of that forecast. Your newsbeat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy in Bend, Redmond, and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. Madras area residents can properly dispose of household hazardous waste at a free collection event this weekend. Now is the time to drop off your aerosol cans, fluorescent tubes, household batteries, motor oil, paint, and pesticides. Do not bring explosives, ammunition, or products that contain radioactive waste, such as many smoke detectors. The Oregon Department of Environmental Quality is hosting the event from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturday at the fire station on 5th Street in Madras. Also, the Deschutes Land Trust is giving away free plants to help the imperiled Western monarch butterfly. Thanks to funding from the U.S. Forest Service, the Trust and Western Monarch Advocates are launching a statewide effort to build new habitat for the butterflies. They will distribute free native milkweed and other pollinator-friendly plants for gardens, schools, and local parks throughout Central Oregon. The Trust is also planning in two major projects, one along Wyches Creek at Rimrock Ranch and another in Prineville at Ochico Preserve. For more information, go to DeschutesLandTrust.org. Bringing in butterflies. I love that. Taking a look at your forecast today. Looks like high is going to be in the mid-70s. A beautiful day expected. Clouds maybe around dinner time and the sun setting just after that, around 645. Overnight lows tonight going to be right around 40 degrees. Tomorrow, a little cooler, mid-60s, but back to mid-70s come Saturday and even 80 degrees on Sunday. A perfect weekend to hit the pumpkin patch. DD Ranch is open, as well as Smith Rock Ranch. Check out their websites for hours and activities. Currently in Bend, it's 46, 45 in Prineville, and 39 in Sisters. 
Megan in the morning, listeners. Put your hands together for this entertainer, content creator, and media professional man. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. Welcome back. It's always me. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. You have some nice glasses today. Thank you. These are old glasses. I lost the ones that I'm current. I only have a couple in rotation at any one time because I lose them pretty frequently. Sure. Uh, these ones were broken. I super glued them. You're kidding. <laughs> no. Where were they broken at? Uh, in the corner. You can see if you look up close. Oh, my God. It's a little barely. gritty, too. Yeah. <laughs> but I needed I needed something to wear. You well, know? they work well. I, I'm hard on my glasses. So. At least you could find the super glue. That tends to be the most hard thing for <laughs> me to find. I got a lot of that. <laughs> so how are you feeling this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I, I, I was a little bit late, but that's good. <laughs> Not by much. Uh, I ran into some of that traffic I said I never hit. and But I'm here. It's interesting, isn't it? Now that school is in session, I think that was it. Yeah. People are getting in a routine, yep. you know, kind of figuring out when exactly they can leave yep. um, and get to work on time and things like that, yep. getting into a routine. So you must be hitting a, a kind of a getting settled in routine. Yeah. And I usually leave a few minutes earlier. And today I, I left a little bit later. And I think it's what you're saying. It's people taking their kids to the international school. I live yeah. over by Sawyer Park and then the Jimmy John's and the cannabis market and the uh, Empire yeah. Junction was like slammed today. I was like, huh, well, I'm kind of stuck here now. <laughs> <laughs> For a few lights. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you wonder, too, with all the roundabouts that we have, if um, some of those big intersections will be replaced. But like I, a big par- a Parisian, like four lane roundabout. I'd have a hard time <laughs> believing that one. We have a hard time enough with just the two. Yeah, those are tough <laughs> enough. Well, it's Thursday mornings with Eric. We have lots of fun things uh, planned. But coming up next, I want to hear about this trip that you're going on this weekend. I love it. From Elton John and Dua Lipa, Cold Heart. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Cool. Thursday mornings with Eric. What did you think of that? I didn't realize that that, I mean, maybe I may have heard that song ringing through the radio, but I didn't realize that Elton John was in the, on the yeah. track. I love it. Isn't that cool? I love Elton still working. <laughs> All right. I know. And I'm sure for Dua Lipa, like. Oh, I mean, what a huge come up. Uh, what a huge come up. Yeah. And also how incredibly nerve wracking. How fun that would have been, though. I mean, once you got started and when you're like in the mix of working on it. Oh, how cool. Very cool. I agree. The collaboration's fantastic. Sorry, sidetracked. No, it's a good sidetrack. Um, but I do want to talk about this weekend. Yes. You're, you're heading out of town. We are. My wife and I are going to Chicago for our dear friend Dustin and Amber's wedding. Uh, it's going to be really fun. They, It's going to be a little a little bit different. They already eloped mm-hmm. and they, instead of having a big wedding, chose to buy a house together, which is, well, I love the idea. I think it's a great idea. Honestly, we should normalize that a little bit more. So, I mean, hundred, especially in the pandemic era, greatest choice. Yeah. Best choice. Yeah. Um, so they've been working on that and they're going to have a party at their house and then they're going to have a small, like, reception but non-traditional okay. uh, have some like some of the things like a cake and maybe a speech or two but not a but serious we're not doing the reception. whole ceremony walk right. down the aisle exactly somebody reads a bunch of stuff none of that wow. at, a, at a brewery near their house so it's gonna be really fun i'm super excited i love the style of wedding yeah i'm all about a non-traditional that's pretty cool. I can't wait for you to take all the notes and bring them back. Yes. Um, because people talk about that a lot. They're like, well, what if we just did a small thing and then we have a party later? And everybody that I've heard say it, I've never done gone to one. Yeah. I've never actually heard anyone who has done it. Yeah. I have so many questions. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to go great. I'm super excited. Yeah. Plus, it takes all the pressure off of it being a perfect event. Oh, right. Like they already You're did one something. big day. Right. You know? They already did something so big for each other and for themselves. I love it. Yeah. I love so it. So where do they elope to? Uh, they, I can't remember where. I think they went to Hawaii. Oh, neat. Actually. 
eventually, yeah, okay. t- together to elope. And then they bought a house which they've been working on together. And that's where they're going to have one of the parties, which I think is like, so how fun. What a better way. I mean, yeah. I'm on board. Uh, yeah, no kidding. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, um, super cool. I can't wait to hear all about it when you yeah. come back. I'm excited. Okay, Eric, I've got a question for you coming up next. And I think it's a good person. It's good to ask you this because you have pets. Mm-hmm. But um, the question is... I have the cutest pets. You have the cutest dogs. They're so cute. Yes, I do. <laughs> I can't believe how big Pocket's getting. He's huge. <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask you, is it okay to give pets or give animals as gifts? <laughs> oh, I have a strong opinion, but I'm not going to share it yet. Okay, good. You got time to mull it over. All the hits, 107.7, the beep. Okay, Eric, let me give you a little bit of backstory. Mm. I was just catching up with one of my friends from high school. She has this four-year-old daughter, and the daughter just celebrated her birthday. And as a present, the aunt, uh, my friend's aunt, gave the um, the four-year-old a guinea pig oh my for her birthday. Okay. Of course, the four-year-old is stoked, yeah. loves this little animal. Guinea pig, sure, fine. Yeah, but who do you think is really going to take care of it? The parents. Yeah, yeah, my friend from high school. So yeah. um, my friend is like, who the heck gives animals as gifts? Because now I have to take care of it. That's and, tough. And she's considering giving it back or giving it away because she wasn't really anticipating taking care of this thing. And she then has to be the bad guy. Exactly. That's tough. So she's going back and forth because this aunt really loves to give gifts, like kind of in inappropriate times. And uh, she's kind of like feels awkward about like- annoying. It's just a little over the top. Yeah. And, but it, she gets really offended if uh, you return the gift or if you're not using it, she checks in on it. It's That's a very kind of tough, pretty tough situation for my friend to be in, which wearing a scarf is fine. Different Taking than care of a guinea pig. Mm, different story. So totally. what, what do you think about giving animals as uh, gifts? First of all, <laughs> tough situation. Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, my question, my, the answer to that question would be yes to giving them as gifts, no to making it a surprise. Oh, never a surprise. Like it should have been already spoken about with right your friend from high school. Yeah, like it should have been like, hey, I'm thinking of getting a guinea pig. Here's what the I mean. I, I'm gonna we'll t- try and help you teach her how to take care of it. But like, if it ends up being you, here's what it looks like. Yes. And then if the mom says no, then it's like tough tough bowl yeah. like go get a different gift right you can't just like do it anyway exactly you can't just give a puppy as a gift you can't give a, any living thing as a surprise right because it's an imposition and also you don't know the level of care the person that is receiving it is going to be able to give it or the people around it will want uh, yeah to help it have. now what do you think about like a fish same same fish okay. just because you can't hear a fish talk doesn't mean it's not bummed or not not bummed but it's like you know it's you gotta you gotta have a, a high regard for all living things don't do it as a surprise uh, i think that's a really good way to, of putting it look not all gifts we've loved in our lives have been surprises like you knew you were getting a baseball mitt when you were 10 years old you know what uh-huh. i mean like you knew it was you coming it. exactly so like have that talk ahead of time be like hey birthday's coming up i know you wanted this here's you know and yeah. then have the talk with if you're gonna give a gift yeah uh, of a pet Speak ahead of time. That's a good idea. Coming up next on Thursday mornings with Eric, I've got a question for you about, uh, you know, the, the level of a 10 when you're talking about a person and yeah. you label them a 10. Wow, that's, that's a perfect 10. That's a real, that's a that's the best it's going to get. That's as good as it gets. Now, what happens um, if you meet that person and they do something and it turns them from a 10 to a 5? Wow. That's so that's a big backslide, not just a like a little right. uh, not a red flag. That's a big that's a, but that's a whole field of red flags. Sure. Yes. So I want to talk about all those red flags that you find that brings that person from a 10 to a 5. Okay. I got some. Coming up next.
All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Somebody might be happy if they are considered a 10, but as soon as you meet them, they might be sad because they go from a 10 to a 5. Yeah. Which, like you said, is a big backslide. That's a big one. That's you, a big downturn. You've got to do something pretty big to go from a 10 to a 5. Or you just have to be something really not great and have it be kind of hidden under the surface. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so what is it for you? What would what would take a person to a, from a 10 to a 5? The things that came immediately to mind <laughs> are all kind of like, like overall attitudes like like for example doesn't like animals doesn't like to be nice to animals or have any compassion for animals you know what i mean yeah oh my gosh that's a huge gigantic red flag from like hmm how how right lacking of compassion could you you know what i mean it's not even like you don't want pets it's like uh, all animals are you know what i mean and and for someone who is allergic i i teeter this because yeah. i'm so afraid of coming across as someone that doesn't like animals and i definitely do you do not and i do the very best i figured out that i can love on an animal and go wash my hands but i have to like warn the owner that like i'm not gonna sit on your dog's dog bed well but also you would probably <laughs> be really uh, discontented to find out that one of your favorite products was like I, doing horrible things with animal oh, testing, exactly. right? Yes, Not to say, point. you know what I mean? It's like, it's more of like a general compassion for animals. Yeah. You don't have to like want to pick everyone up. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? So yeah. that's one. <laughs> uh, and it kind of goes, it goes along with my next one, which is like how they treat other people. Ooh, that is good. Right? Like if you're out to a restaurant and oh. and, and this, uh, like this beautiful woman sitting across from me is just going in on a waiter. I'm like, hmm. Uh, you went from a 10 to a 5. It, right? Yeah. Is it worth it? Are you hot anymore? Not really. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? I'm, I ordered white bread, not wheat or, you know, yeah. or just whatever Anything. it is. Right. Treating of yeah. people in transaction situations, treating of their own family and friends. Yes. If Good. they're mean people, no freaking way. Yeah. Rude is really unattractive, especially so, being like unnecessarily rude. Yeah. Those are two that came readily to mind. Do you have any well strong ones? I think like. A sense of entitlement is pretty, That's a you know, good one, yeah. if, if a guy's like super good looking, especially like and the, knows it and knows it. Mm-hmm. That's that like sense of entitlement that can be really unattractive really quickly. You know what? That's on my list, too. Yeah. Actually, I've spoken about that a lot with my wife about like when because in life, when you're in a relationship and you're out in the world separately, you sometimes will get hit on by people. Yeah. And it's like my favorite thing in the world to turn down people who are hot and know it. <gasps> Yes. And who are like, oh, you're going to hit on me, aren't you? Right. And you know like, what I mean? Actually, no, no that's I'm not. gross. What an <laughs> icky way to be. Being glib about being hot. Yes. I think that sense of entitlement can be ugly pretty quickly. On both sides of the fence. Totally. Um, but on, even on the flip side, turning someone who might not be as attractive on the front, you know, before you judge a book by its cover. Oh. I think on the other side I of like the coin, this. right, is yeah. like. Someone's personality and like the opposite of all these things that we said. The fact that they're humble and like really lovely to chat with. Yeah. They're considerate and empathetic. Yeah. Um, that can turn it around. That can turn a three into a 10. It, and so quickly. Totally. <laughs> Coming up next on Thursday mornings with Eric, his top headlines. We have uh, an odd sculpture that was stolen from an art fair and a beautiful piece of uh, dinner that was spared from being eaten. What? I tried to make that as artistic as possible, but I may have worded it a bit clunkily. You'll just have to wait and find out. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Eric's top headlines. So while the tease may not have been great, here's some great stories. Uh, So 
<laughs> Police in Wisconsin are attempting to locate a $1,400 bronze sculpture of a nursery rhyme character, Humpty Dumpty. Oh, uh-huh. Only this particular sculpture is of Humpty Dumpty sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Why it exists, we're not sure. Except to go to the bathroom, But it too. was stolen, <laughs> and it is very large. So uh, the vendor at the uh, Madison Art Fair on the square uh, said that they had seen two men lingering around her booth while she was setting up Saturday. And then the sculpture mysteriously vanished along with the men uh-huh. when she left the stand for a short time. So there was a couple of guys who really wanted that statue of Humpty Dumpty. Uh, the bronze statue of Humpty <clears throat> sitting Dumpty. Sitting not on a wall. Taking a dump. But on a toilet. And uh, this is a pretty, it's a pretty, oh, it's like very literally Humpty Dumpty <laughs> sitting on, he's reading something He's got a too. book right. in his hand. So uh, the, here's the thing. They're, they're, there's no, they haven't found any trace of it whatsoever wow so this thing is long gone someone really wanted it they put it on the underground and it's been fenced off somewhere else i mean that will never be able to resurface nope and, and you got to be careful who you share it with because somebody might take a picture and post it to social media my, i mean it's good <laughs> my question is does the artist still have like a mold for this are they going to make more the fact is too what gets me is like his different colored shoes yeah what he, are the shoes yeah the <laughs> shoes are like purple uh-huh. i mean they and his little jacket <laughs> the artist went to some effort here to to color and cast this and bronze like, statue of humpty dumpty what's the facial expression that uh, humpty dumpty has humpty, humpty dumpty uh, at, at at risk of at risk of being crass, Humpty Dumpty looks like he's thinking extra hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So on, busy right now. <laughs> on to our on to our next story here. Uh, an orange lobster was found at an Arizona restaurant, and instead of being eaten, it was donated to an aquarium. Wow. Now that's a bright orange lobster. You know, you're like, oh, lobsters are all different colors. It, it's like highlighter orange. You're kidding. Nope. A lobster with an unusual bright orange coloration was spared the dinner plate at an Arizona restaurant at Nobu Japanese restaurant in the Fashion Square Mall in Scottsdale. Um, so a couple of the executive chef Carl Murray it caught his eye. He, he said for curiosity's, curiosity's sake, let's call the aquarium and see what we have. So good on him. No kidding. Right. A little, put that thing in a pot and right? call it a day. Yeah. Some people would have. Uh, it is apparently uh, rarer than like more than one in 30 million to find something with that kind of coloration in the wild. Wow. Because when they come out that brightly, they attract a lot of attention from predators. Right, yeah. So they to probably be don't last that long. mature a lobster, <laughs> if that coloration is like the it's like the rarest lobster ever that's ever been. It's really good at hide and seek. And so those, the uh, aquarium's super glad to have it. and uh, He'll forever live out his days at the aquarium. We're grateful to Nobu for recognizing <laughs> this lobster's significance for reaching out to us and regarding this incredible ambassador for its species. So now it's an ambassador. It went from being a dinner special to an ambassador. A bright orange lobster. You gotta love it. That's America. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. So I'm excited for you guys to be going to Chicago for this wedding. But I'm a little bummed because there was a possibility I was going to convince you and Z to come join us for Beyond Wonderland. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was right. That that was going to be fun. It was going to be fun. Yeah, Yeah, so that's happening up at the Gorge. I got to go pick up the RV from All Seasons RV. Oh, my gosh. So excited. I'm doing that this afternoon. Um, But um, it it brings up the question because... EDM shows like this, the first one that I ever saw that was close to it was Bumper Shoot up in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And Macklemore was part of that oh, bunch. Fun. And I think that hands down is probably my best, my favorite concert just because he's from Seattle. Cool. He brought the Seattle Seahawks on stage. No way. They threw out hamburgers in the crowd. Dick's hamburgers what? from Seattle. They chucked them in the crowd. Football's worth them being thrown in the crowd. That's awesome. At one point, Macklemore even stopped halfway through one of his songs and says, that's why it was so crazy. We have to do it again. Um, so 
Awesome. I, the big question, because now I'm really excited, obviously, to go see all these different artists. We're going to go see Tiesto is a really big yep, one. Yep. And we play him on the beat, but um, up at up at uh, Beyond Wonderland. But I want to ask you, um, what's like a memorable concert or one of the best shows you've ever seen? Yeah, that was that was a tough question. I had to think for a second. I think my best one is is. So I was in high school. I went on an educational foundation trip, cool. which was uh, it was just a student trip through Europe with a couple of friends. And it ended in London. Mm-hmm. And that was the last stop before we flew back. And so a couple friends and I had uh, stayed up late and gone out about wandering the immediate area around the hotel till fairly late. And when we got back to the hotel one night, we met a bunch of bald, large tattooed guys who were sitting around in the lobby being loud and boisterous and watching the soccer game. And we were having a blast with them. Yeah. Turned out they were the bouncers for King's Crossing, which is a concert venue. Uh, in London and the Red Hot Chili Peppers were in town playing. I'm not like a huge fan, but I know a lot of Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers. You know, I'm a fan enough. Sure, of course. And they're like, oh, you guys them. are so much fun. I'm not even going to attempt to butcher the accent. You guys are so much fun. Uh, you know, we can get you some comps to the shows tomorrow night. We're leaving the day after, but like if you guys are around tomorrow night, you want to come see the show, that's great. So we're like, yeah, absolutely. We all go to the side entrance where they told us to meet. Turns out they had gotten us tickets like right in the front VIP wow. standing section where there's like press and no one else. Yeah. So we're just like standing there shooting shooting it with these bouncers and uh one of one of my friends who was now nah, i don't really stay in contact with this person too much anymore uh-huh. uh had gotten pulled on stage wow uh for like a it was a bunch of people who got pulled sure. on stage for a dancing moment uh and then afterwards we i think all shaved our heads with these bouncers oh my God. to commemorate the moment <laughs> uh so there were all these bald guys and afterwards we had a great time we went back to the hotel shaving our heads in their bathroom it was a lot of fun it was oh just a crazy gosh. story that is a crazy I'm still friends story. with one of these bounces on Instagram, actually. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, you're definitely going to have to be like, hey, next time you guys are touring, yeah. come on over this way. One side note to Red Hot Chili Peppers. My sister brought my parents up there, up to Seattle to go see Red Hot Chili cool. Peppers. Was like, why the heck does mom want to go? But she clearly doesn't want to be left out, so we'll yeah. bring her anyway. Red Hot Chili Peppers is playing, maybe three songs <laughs> in. She turned, My mom turns to my sister and says... When's Fergie coming on? <laughs> oh my goodness. She thought she was seeing the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> Black Eyed Peas, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I get why she made the crossover. <laughs> okay, we were just talking about um, you doing this trip with some high school friends. And yeah. you just ran into a, one of the friends that you took that Europe I did, trip yeah. with. I ran into a good friend of mine who went to high school with named John Stewart who works at Crux Fermentation Project. Cool. Uh, great guy. Missed him a lot. Didn't realize he was still around town. So it's fun to have him around well now that you guys are you guys are moved back and yeah. things are opening back up again i mean you went to high school here do you run into a lot of people typically that you went to high school with i haven't run into too many yet yeah. um i have I've run like i said i ran into john uh i ran into a couple of random people i didn't realize were still in bend yeah and then of course via social media i found out that a buddy of mine who i went to high school with uh, wanted to come see a show I was doing last Saturday night and he came to a show. So oh, it was great. Cool. So, you know, little moments of reconnection. It's been wonderful. Sure. And yeah. it's kind of like, you know, our mutual friend, Sam, who went to high school here too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Sam as well. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> She's said, a friend from high school for me as well. Totally. She says the same thing of like, you know, every once in a while she might run into somebody. Um, right. The other day at, what was it? The concert that was at Les Schwab, Lord Huron. Yeah. Um, she went with our friend Molly and Molly was like, well, my other friend's going to be coming to join us. And that friend was somebody she went to high school with. Of course. I mean, that's uh, Central uh, Oregon for you. And then and that's just yeah. Central Oregon, yep. too. The longer you live here, the smaller it the gets. The organic connections just <laughs> become crazy. So I know you guys are headed out of town. Have you done packing? And I haven't packed yet. No, okay. I, I don't I don't pack super heavy. We worked yeah. on what we're wearing to the dressy occasion. I help, I let Mackenzie help me Good. pick my outfit uh, because she's, she's so, so nice. stylish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, no, I haven't packed anything. So we're going to do that. 
get our ducks in a row. Our, I have dogs that are coming, so we're oh, just going to make sure all the good. all the necessary accoutrements are available for her. Perfect. And I think we'll be set. Well, good. We'll have a very uh, fun time at the wedding. I can't wait to hear about it since it's not a very traditional situation since they cool. eloped. And I'm really looking forward to hearing about it when you come back and return next week. Absolutely. We'll be, uh, we'll be back to report more. Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.